I'll give you my honest answer. I don't try to compete. I tell people, listen, I'm not competing with tech money or tech companies. This is not what we do here. We work on things that really matter, right? Um, like keeping our soldiers safe out in the battlefield, really working on mission critical things that, that really matter for the security of our country. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Welcome everyone to learn more about opportunities in the cleared community today on our podcast. My name is Kathleen Smith and I'm here with my fabulous co-host Rachel. Well hello all you beautiful people. Our guest today is Madeline Spence, Principal Talent Acquisition Business Partner with Northrop Grumman's Mission Systems Business Unit. One of Madeline's bucket list items is being a podcast guest, so we're happy to both learn from you today and to check this item off your bucket list. Great to see you, Madeline. Thanks for having me. Yes, definitely very excited to to be with you guys today. Well, we are equally excited, and I love being the part of a check mark next to a bucket list. So excited to get to talk to you today and just welcome you to the show again. So something we always like to start with is just understanding a little bit more about your career journey and kind of your path to talent acquisition. Yeah, I started uh, my journey, oof, I guess it was more than 10 years ago, um, at a startup in New York City, uh, working my way up to Aerotech, where I, that's really where I started working in the defense space. And that is how I really first learned about Northrop Grumman. Now I've been here at Northrop Grumman about, um, it's going to be four years, so um, really enjoyed my, my time working here. And my focus has always been software engineering. Um, and so I'm continuing to work in that space and the engineering space here at Northrop Grumman. And a rumor, there was a little birdie that shared this information, but you heard about Northrop before you even made the journey, about three years before you decided to make the move. Is that true? Yes, it's true. I um, I spoke to my director, my current director, back when I was at Aerotech, and I'd been at that job for about a year, and I was really loyal to the people I was working with at that time, and I wasn't ready um, at that point, but I always remembered I had such a good conversation and I felt such a good connection with him that, you know, three years later, when I was a bit more open about moving to another position, I reached out and lo and behold, um, I was, you know, able to get hired on pretty quickly after that. So it just goes to show how important it is to keep your connections, right? And like, hold on to those good conversations, you know, use your LinkedIn network um, and, and stay connected. When you have one really good positive call like that, um, um, hold on to those. Um, I, I always tell my uh, the candidates that I connect with, right, stay in touch with me. Um, even if it doesn't work out right now, let's connect for the future. Conversation never killed anybody, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
And it was funny when I when I saw that we were speaking to someone from the Northrop Grumman team, I just sort of reflected back on all of the wonderful people that I have worked with at Northrop. Some of our first video interviews were done with Carol Cleary and Mario Dean, both who are still with Northrop. And it's just amazing that Northrop Grumman has this great network of recruiters and talent acquisition professionals in the community. But Northrop Grumman has four business units. And I think that this is sometimes confusing to job seekers because they see Northrop Grumman and they think Northrop Grumman is everything when in actuality there are these different business units, the aeronautic systems, defense systems, space systems, and your unit, mission systems. So to help our audience better understand what is the focus of the mission systems unit. Ultimately, with mission systems, uh, the focus tends to be around everything relating to mission-critical situations, right, with our customers um, and everything, all the solutions that go around that, right? So ultimately, what we do in mission systems is keep our warfighters safe, right, and like work on solutions toward our global security um, and keeping our nation safe. For folks that are transitioning out of the military, it's a very natural fit going um, into mission systems, Um, especially if they were deployed. It's a great, great transition for them. So something you're probably aware of, but a lot of our listeners are out there looking for great places to start their careers or continue their careers. So we want to talk a little bit about the careers. So what type of cleared positions are you currently hiring for? And then the million dollar question, where are they located? Yeah. So I have a ton of um, software openings right now in San Jose, California, Uh, and so software, but also um, systems engineering and um, uh, also FPGA, which is still under that software uh, umbrella. You know, we, we have a lot of openings right now. And like that's like my biggest, biggest thing that I'm working on these days is securing top secret SEI talent for, for that location. Do you know the way to San Jose? I actually do. Because I grew up in San Jose. I knew it was coming. As soon as you said San Jose, I saw the hands start moving back and forth. She knew the way. I know the way. And so we're talking a little bit about San Jose, the Bay Area. You got some competition out there. We know we have friends like Google and Apple and they're, you know, everyone's competing for that amazingly awesome talent out there. So how in the heck are you competing with things like free haircuts, free food, singers? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be, I'll give you my honest answer. Um, I don't, I don't try to compete. I tell people, listen, I'm not competing with tech money or, you know, tech companies. This is not what we do here. We work on things that really matter, right? Um, Like keeping our soldiers safe out in the battlefield, you know, really working on mission critical things that that really matter um, for the security of our country. And so if, if, if people are driven by that, that that's one thing that I use. Um, And then I also try to just listen to uh, what matters to them too, and and really tailor my approach uh, around them, really. 
Um, and then work-life balance too. Um, we we have uh, in a lot of our business areas allow for a 980 schedule. Um, basically, it makes it so that you're off every other Friday. Um, obviously, right? There's sometimes where you 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 work work it because it's so busy, but for the most part. Um, you know, it really allows for you to have three-day weekends more often than not and, like, really be able to work really hard and then have time off with your family. And that's really big here. And it's all about, you know, ultimately, if you need something, if you need flexibility, you know, in terms of, like, your family, picking up kids from school, there's flexibilities, right? Um, At the end of the day, of course, ultimately, you have to work the hours you have to work and dedicate, but there's flexibility because family, at the end of the day, comes first. Awesome. So as you know, we're a veteran-owned firm, and we always try to focus some portion of our questions about programs that really help transitioning military. So can you talk to us a little bit about what are some of the programs that Northrop Grumman has? Mm -hmm. So I support our Northern um, California offices, as I mentioned, San Jose and Sacramento, but I also do support um, our field engineering um, team as well. And we, um, you know, those positions are for a lot of overseas um, roles. Um, And with those, we definitely get a lot of veterans, um, you know, in those in those kind of positions. But even for um, for those TSSCI positions that I mentioned for San Jose, that is a great population of, you know, candidates with a military background or transitioning military. We definitely, you know, take advantage of SkillBridge um, to bring in folks with those clearances and, um, you know, and, and, and help help train them. We try to make it so that if a position we can duplicate a role and, and make it so that we can hire also on a, on a skill bridge capacity. We do that, especially when we have positions that have a high level of clearance, like a TSSCI, which is what I'm searching for. We will open a skill bridge position for that too, because I know um, in terms of our veteran community, a lot of folks you know, we'll have the right level of clearance. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of scenarios where we are willing to train um, on in areas that maybe um, they might have an interest in or might have, you know, not that much experience in, but willing to learn. Um, we use SkillBridge for that. But we also, the disabled, like, veteran community, right, is one that we are always actively looking out for as well, via Operation Impact. Um and I know that that is, um, you know, for us is huge to be able to br- continue to create a more diverse uh, workforce. So Madeline, as recruiters, we get called an awful lot of things. Some of those we can repeat on this podcast and some of them <laughs> we'll probably still repeat on this podcast. Uh, but one of the things we're called are gatekeepers, kind of that gatekeeper between clear job seekers and the hiring managers. But something I've think that oftentimes the candidates don't really realize is that we're not gatekeepers. We're really champions or allies in the job search process and really trying to help find that right role or even a matchmaker, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me your thoughts on that. I mean, I could not agree more. We're really trying to get everyone's best interest, right? We really are trying trying to make a match and we really want everyone to win. Always follow up 
follow up with me. Don't be scared to do so. I mean, obviously not not on a daily basis, right? But you know, get a get a bit of a cadence with it. Like follow up with me if it's like a biweekly or monthly. Um, you know, check in every couple of months. Um, I I I definitely the more you people do that, like the more it shows your hunger for it. And like, I will be on your side if you do that. Um, and it, it just shows dedication, right? And building a relationship with me, right, um, is very, very helpful too. A lot of the times, right, we are working on specific requirements with very specific um, basic qualifications. Because you don't fit that does not mean that you won't fit another opportunity in the future. Awesome. We talked at the beginning of our conversation about networking and how important is that. Are there one or two specific job search tips that you think cleared professionals don't do that they should do that would make them more successful? I would say always when you're applying to positions, make sure that your resume reflects the position that you're applying to. So make sure that like you're reading through the job description and that there's something in that resume of yours that actually speaks to the job description. Uh, Because otherwise, you know, you're going to get disqualified. And I would say pay um, very, very close attention to the basic requirements. Because if you don't meet a couple of things in the basic requirements, you know, then you're probably not going to make it through uh, to the next round. Um, but, you know, pay close attention to the preferred requirements too, because, hey, maybe you didn't meet X, Y in the basic qualifications, but you actually have a lot of the preferreds. Um, make sure that that stands out in your resume. Um, and and um, it, it's just a g- great technique, right, to make sure that you are not being overlooked. Obviously, start limiting like what things you apply to. Make sure that you know you're not uh, going across the board applying to 100 jobs and various skill sets. Like hone in on where you think you really can make an impact. That's great advice. Use your objective wisely. So something (laughs) that I know you have going on on October 13th, y'all are hosting a virtual open house. So some of our listeners, if it's before October 13th, you heard it here first to go check out the virtual hiring event. If it's after October 13th, don't worry, because Miss Madeline is going to fill us in on some ways that those cleared professionals can make the most at these virtual hiring events. What are ways that people can really stand out in an environment where you're virtual? Yes, absolutely. I mean, after, you know, the pandemic, we started having a lot more of these virtual Zoom um, events, um, just so because, hey, you know, the world has to go on and we have to continue hiring, right? Regardless of a pandemic, you know, for a candidate, it's important to engage during these um, virtual events, ask questions. There's a lot of great chat functionalities. Um, Ask away, maybe do some pre-work ahead of a virtual event, because usually these events are specific to a location. So look up some of the positions for those locations, do some pre-work. So that way you can ask questions that really are meaningful to you. When you do so, then, you know, we're going to be really excited to follow up with you afterwards and figure out, hey like this is a really great candidate he was so engaged we could see how hungry they are and interested they are in joining Northrop what can we do for them 
who can we share their resume with, you know? So we'll definitely have them on top of mind. I remember so many moments after we've done a virtual event where, we're, where we always, the first thing that comes up is that candidate that really popped for us and um, where, what can we do? Where can we place them? So um, engage, I would say, is the key word for uh, those virtual, um, virtual events. Yeah, that is, it, it is amazing because people think that, you know, it's not as important to be present and to be engaged and to be prepared for a virtual event when actuality, it might be more so than an in-person event because you, you have to get yourself excited. You have to create your own presence in front of a, a very little camera that's, you know, on your computer versus when you're at a face-to-face event, you have that energy. You have the fact that you're meeting somebody new and, and it's, it's a lot of really great stuff. Madeline, how can our listeners get in touch with you? So I am on LinkedIn, uh, first name Madeline, last name Spence. So that would be a great way to to look me up um, and connect with me. Um, feel free to message me on there. Madeline, thank you so very much for being our guest today. Well, today was interesting, one, because I got to sing, Do you know the way to San Jose? But, you know, we, we don't really need to know about my singing voice. What I also liked about our conversation today is just talking with one of my favorite customers, but you know, Northrop Grumman has been a customer of ours for over 20 years, and I always love talking to their recruiters because there are so many different divisions that they're part of, but you know, Madeline being part of mission systems is, you know, mission critical systems, and Nothing to me is more important than supporting the warfighter and supporting the mission critical systems. Rachel, what did you enjoy about our talk today with Madeline? Well, I'll tell you what I didn't enjoy was your singing. But what I did enjoy, (laughs) what I did enjoy was just the great advice about those virtual events. The importance of, you know, utilizing the chat features, doing your research before you come to the events, um, and all of just, just being prepared, not just showing up like, yeah, it's Tuesday, yeah, nothing else to do, but really taking the effort and energy to make it great. And I was kidding, Kathleen, I would listen to you sing every day of the week. Oh, thank you. So with that, <laughs> we thank you for coming to our edition of America's Got Talent. And we would <laughs> love for you to make sure that you go out there, rate, review and share this podcast. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.